everybody. Welcome back to the RTWJ podcast. Happy Pride Month. Um, we're six days in. Oh, well, the day of the recording. But yeah, happy Pride Month. Yes, absolutely, John. Thank you. And um, just a quick disclaimer before we get started. We are, again, doing a remote recording. So um, I, I think it went pretty well last time. So the, the last episode we did, we were in person. And the time before, we did remote. So I think it turned out pretty well. So um, bear with us, as always. Um, hopefully, this one, though, comes out pretty good. So we'll, we'll see how it turns out. But I, I think we'll do all right. Yeah, and excuse me if I seem just disinterested. I'm currently in my um, communication capstone class. So for all those who have followed us in our previous show, a little bit about me, I'm still going to school. Um, I'm seven courses away from graduating, but I finally reached my... Thank you. I reached my capstone class, which is basically essentially like a thesis or something like that in a master's program, but for the bachelor's program. So, um, you know, it's, it's the final course that uh, tests your ability to, you know, see if you had knowledge in, in the entire year. And um, I am so stressed with this course, this assignment, this first assignment. I'm already late with it. It's taking me too long. So. I'm just really stressed, and you can probably hear it in my voice, so just bear with me. Absolutely. You know, John. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, just, just as I have you're no dealing idea what's with happening. that, <laughs> it's okay. You know, I, I mean, because I, I've looked at this assignment with you, okay? So, you know, we, we've talked about our backgrounds before. Let's, let's get into this for a minute. Why not? I know it's Pride Month, and we'll get into that later. We talk about, you know, LGBTQ rights and, and, and Pride throughout the year. So, you know, hey, we can talk right. for a minute. Um. So I was looking at your assignment. So I kind of we we talked a little bit about our professional background. So I work in an administrative setting in a public sector at a public sector agency. John and I actually work at the same place um, in different roles. And so I, I like to look at your assignments because we, we've talked about your university, University of Phoenix. We've talked about it before. We've, yes. we've called them out. Um you know, they, they try to, with these assignments, make them real world or like, oh, this is what you should expect in the real world. When you go out and get a job, you'll do stuff just like this. Um, I can just say from my work experience, um, I mean, yes, I get what they're trying to do with simulating real world, but I don't think it would be that complicated in the real world. So, you know, I mean... I don't know, like even down to like they, they do what's called APA formatting. If, if any of you out there haven't no one, done it before, no one writes it's, with that. Yeah, it's the yeah. way it's you know in academic writing you you have to cite your sources and do That's certain fine. things. Right. And it's like in the real world, we just I mean literally you get like you're going to get an, an assignment, right? you're going to get some project from your boss. He's like, hey, we need this presentation in two days. Throw something together. A lot of times you hear the words throw something together real quick and fast. Not, well, make sure you cite and put your reference slide and cite your images and, you know, have at least 10 slides. I mean, the real world, we are under so much pressure. It's like, just get it done as quickly as you can, whatever you need right. to do. And there are specific guidelines that your our agency sets forth on what they expect with the writing. Document. Yes. So, obviously, I mean, I, I understand, like you said, I, I do understand it. But, for example, this assignment I'm doing right now. It's it's pretty short actually. It's only like 250 word, 300 word response. The issue is that the amount of data that's thrown at me is like yeah, 30 pages of data that I got to look through and find discrepancies in really minuscule items. And I mean I okay whatever it is what it is, but 
Phoenix moves quick. Courses are five weeks. I have five days right. to do this assignment. And, um, you know, on top of that, I work full time, go to, you know, work out and live my personal life. So it's been hard, but um, I'm trying. So if anybody has any suggestions, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, look at, the I, mean, they're gonna I say, look at the data you had. Yeah. Yeah. I look say, at the oh, data. Well, just do it. I mean, yeah, just I mean, it. I deal with data, John. Jim, I was gonna call you Jim again. I mean, I I deal with I deal with the data all the time in my job, and I looked through the data that they gave you, and I was just overwhelmed. I mean, we were talking about it, and I was like, I don't know where to start with this because, again, in the real world, you would pull either you'd make your own report or you'd know the data sources you need, and you'd focus on certain data sources. You're not just throwing a packet in real life and said, here, find the problem with all of this just random data. It's just I don't know. It was just for me. It was overwhelming, and I deal with this stuff. So I was just like, and "This he, is and he has too a master's much. degree." Marcus has a master's degree. I know, and I was like, That's the "Funny part," because we were talking. You were asking me for thoughts on how to do it, and I'm like, "My mind is shot. I don't even know I, what to do with I this." Am, so. so I'm sitting here now, the second day, and I'm just sitting here trying to figure it out. So I. Uh, <laughs> I know it's and and you're going to do great when you go for your masters. You're going to do a great job. There will be a little more of this randomness that gets thrown at you, because even with me, when I did my I, I went to University of Phoenix too. Um, did all my stuff there. And by the time my master's was done, I tried to do my doctorate with them. I did one class and I said, I think my mind and soul are out of gas. And there's, I can't do another, I think it was like three years. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So I had to call it quits. So I understand the feeling. Trust me. I, so I here I am. You. Yeah. Just try. But anyways, <laughs> uh, let's get back into our discussion here besides school stuff. Um, well, here we are, June again, uh, a new year, a new plethora of BS that's affected our community. Yep. And, um, you know, we don't celebrate Pride Month all year. I mean, specifically this month, as you know, our show really is into to LGBTQIA+. And that's our identity as uh, individuals here at the show. Um, but we are, most importantly, we're going to focus on we are allies. Because the thing is, who we are as individuals doesn't necessarily relate to what we believe in, right? You can be, um, you know, someone in a in a marginalized group, but be a total bigot, you know. So, like I said, absolutely, yes. You know, in our community, it's in the community itself, in the LGBTQIA plus community, there are a lot of bigots um, and a lot of people who discriminate against fellow members of the community. And we've discussed that last year and how that exists in our community. So, as allies, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff happen, and we've seen a lot of stuff, especially this year. That has continued to explode against the attack of LGBTQIA plus rights, um, which interestingly enough, there is a survey that was released by um, I gotta find the name of it, but it, it stated that support of LGBTQIA plus individuals in America are at an all time high. Um, so, you know, we may think that it is really bad, and we may think that it's it's bad. Well, it is, but we're only seeing surface level of what's really happening out there. And we're not Absolutely. really seeing what's happening at the ground level. So what do we talk about first, Mark? I mean, we have, for example, the attack on um, 
merchandise that's hit stores, as we know, that's a huge controversy, which, you know, I can get into that for a long time. But um, we also that have... That actually is um, something that's... Uh, sorry, to, sorry to cut you off there, John. That is something that's actually was on my mind. Um, something that I've been seeing... I mean, I've been seeing this, this a lot. We actually did a post as we were talking about the release date of, the sh- of this episode being a couple days late. Um, already we've had the term... Don't call it Pride Month, call it Boycott Month, and they're already listing a bunch of brands. I think what Target, North Face, obviously Budweiser. Yeah. We, we're already doing that, and that's kind of become something that I've seen floating around quite a bit is Boycott Month and get rid of woke brands. So definitely at, at whatever point you feel is right, I think that would be a great conversation to have because I, I have questions and comments and a lot of thoughts on that. So definitely I like that idea. Yeah, so let's begin with that. So what's happening, right? So we have seen the introduction of Pride merchandise that's been shared, and we know we know a lot of these companies share Pride stuff, and we 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 see this all the time, and we understand that um, we appreciate their efforts and and you know visibility and stuff like this, but we know a lot of these companies truly don't stand for what they stand for. We we there's a lot of controversy behind it, and you know we can talk about that another episode. But on the surface level, we see that every year. Um, Specifically, Target has released a, a, a line of merchandise that's related to Pride, right? Um, so that includes shirts, that includes uh, rainbow embedded materials, flags, merchandise, no, anything. Anything you can think of that really has um, support for Pride. Um, <clears throat> and this year, for some reason, I'm assuming because of the you know introduction of Ronda DeSantis and all these crazy left extremists and fascists that live in our country. Um, there's been a higher interest in LGBTQIA+. Now, I don't know if it's been a higher interest or higher concern. Or maybe the media that's covered it more, just, you know, as they do all the time. Um, but specifically, people have protested Target for what they claim as being merchandise that is tailored to children. Okay? Now, we look at other merchandise to to children, right? We look at bikinis sure. that are for young girls. We look at, um, you know, we look at beauty pageants that are tailored to, again, minors. We look at um, videos on TikTok, for example. So I saw this video on TikTok that had about 6 million likes, had about half a million saves. And it's basically this mom who sneaks up on her toddler hugging a little boy. And when she when she catches her on camera, the toddler pushes little boy away. And interesting, I mean, okay, yeah, which is interesting, right? Because they're toddlers. I mean, they barely can speak any words. I mean, they they don't have any concept of that. But it's so cute, right? It's so cute because they're two little babies. Oh, you know, they like each other. That doesn't that doesn't float right with me. And to think that there are half a million saves, I mean. That's a little strange that people are saving videos of two little toddlers hugging each other, being at, you know, really close contact. Like that, that just talk about, you know, the situation doesn't seem right. And it just it just goes to show that there is a, a huge lapse in what's really happening with with with, you know, grooming children or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, honestly, I mean, John, the the term I've heard before, and I think this is true and we're going to see a lot of this. There's a term they they I mean I I guess this is what people say hetero excuse me heteronormative so 
anything that is heteronormative is fine. Anything that deviates from that is is wrong. So even in the case that you're saying, I mean, these are toddlers, right? It's kind of bizarre. Why are you saving that? And this and that. You're you're asking these questions. If it's heteronormative, which in the case you have a a girl and a boy involved, it's fine. If it's not heteronormative, it's it's a problem. So. I mean, really, the standard is basically, is this heteronormative? That's all that's all that it, that that matters in the end. So kind of as as you're pondering that and why people would even save that and what weirdness is going on with them. It's heteronormative. So it's safe. It's appropriate. That's all that matters. Just meet that criteria and you're done. So that that's the term that 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 basically exists for that. And uh, yeah, so see, that's the. That's 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 unfortunate. And we see that. So when we see the merchandise, right, a lot of these conservatives, a lot of these left left, these right fascist extreme people were saying that stuff was targeted to children, which it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. It's been proven facts. A lot of the merchandise was targeted to adults. Sure. Targeted to adults was targeted to adults, specifically tuck friendly um, bottoms that were used um for for um swimwear right so the swimwear was tuck friendly bottom which means individuals who are trans can have better accessibility to um wearing something that's comfortable before them um correct they are yes. in the transitioning phase right but it was never tailored to children it was never tailored to so okay people are creating this huge idea and agenda that this is what's happening which works for them right because they hate 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 fuels fear Fear fuels human emotion, and what do we have? Right. People reacting on fear. Um, and there's really no need for it because um, we look at other stuff, for example, right? People say, oh, well, they're too young to know this stuff. They're too young to learn about sex. That's so funny because when I was a kid, my heterosexual parents and their friends were talking about sex, and I was like five or six years old, Okay. We watched stuff that had sex on TV. We heard teachers, caught teachers and, and staff members mention things that were sexual in nature. Okay? No one talks about that, right? Absolutely. I mean, I would go as far as say, even when you're young, you're still, I mean, what do you do with yourself? With yourself? I'm not going that far like exactly. puberty, but you're, you, you're learning your body and exploring your body. You, you know, as a, as a young child, this feels good. This feels bad. My body likes this. My body doesn't like that. Even if you're not processing at the level of, you know, of understanding as, as a sexual, um, thing, it's still just, this is my body and I'm learning it. And certain things are good and certain things are bad. You're still developing. That's part of your development. So yeah, it's come on. The thing is, I, I, I really do not like that, that they're too young to understand. Too young to understand what? They're not too young to understand abuse. They're not too young to understand parents fighting with each other. They're not too young to understand masculine traits that cause individuals to grow up and suffer from severe self-esteem issues, right? Right. They're not, they're not too young for that. And that's what really, really bothers me is that I was growing up and I appreciate my parents and I love my mom and, you know, appreciate my father. We have issues. But personally, he didn't do stuff that was too great. If you really want to talk about people saying that, you know, we're preventing them, you know, they're too young to understand LGBTQIA, they're too young, too young. I was too young to understand a lot of things my father did and a lot of things he said. Sure. And no one talks about that, right? No one talks about that. No one addresses that issue. But we have a little discussion about what it means, right? What it means to have people that are different from you. What it means to have different people Absolutely. that may, 
that's the issue. And, and that's something I won't ever understand. And, 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 yeah. and it's just, it's just concerning. It's, it's concerning because this is continuing to happen. We have, we have people like Rhonda DeSantis who's running for president and he's absolutely insane. I mean, he's absolutely insane and, and wants to target LGBTQIA plus individuals and, and, and literally remove them from this place. And that's, that's so terrifying to hear. Absolutely. And I, I like the point that you made earlier about just the focus is like, especially with, with kids and bringing in the topic of LGBTQ plus is it's acceptance. It's, it's, I mean, the goal, I, I, there's so much to say here. The goal is to, to foster acceptance. Like you said, you know, people talk about, and there might be some, ex, there's extremists on all sides, right? There might be someone out there, some crazy within the LGBTQ plus community that wants to groom children. There might be one of those rare, you know, one in a million examples, right? Have we not seen that on the other side, too, between the Catholic Church and other religious institutions and things like that, Boy Scouts, you name it, right? There's always going to be crazy people. But I think the focus for most is just acceptance, you know, teaching children that, yes, some people have a mother and a father. Some kids have two mothers. Some kids have two fathers. And it's just getting to the point of that's okay and it's okay that people are different. But what this, 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 the right, the extremist, the MAGA side is doing is trying to prevent that from existing. That no, chill, you're a child, child, a child, a child should only have a mother and a father and that's it. Again, heteronormative approach. That's really what the focus is, even in bringing the topic up is just, Helping people understand that there are different types of families and that should be okay to accept that. Even if it's not you that has that different type of family, you might have a mother and a father. You know, you have your, your, your parents, you know, you have a heterosexual couple that's, that, that, that's your parent group. That's okay, but some people are different and we need to just coexist. That's really the focus of a lot of people out there. It's just let's all coexist together peacefully. But no, this side wants to paint the narrative, like you said, of fear and, and get people upset. It's just, I don't know, John. It's just I'm with you 100% on it. Um, I think people, even when they they cite, when they have the discussion about it, they cite like this extreme example of, oh, look at this couple that did this, that abused this child, this and that. Again, people are still people. Sexual orientation is one part of who a person is. Um, If they're crazy, if they're deranged, that has nothing to do with being LGBTQ. So it's like, come on. But yeah. you're crazy. You're insane. You are as as you are. That's who you are as an individual. Absolutely. And I mean, I I, I want to say, you know, for parents that are obviously concerned, right? Well, then that's right. You you be concerned. But when you voice your concern, voice concern about every issue that affects public schools, right? If you really have concern about what's happening in public schools, make it an issue about everything that does happen behind closed doors. Okay. Absolutely. For example, we have dress codes, right? Now, what what really bothers me about these dress codes is that 90% of the time, these dress codes um, involve girls, right? So they say, oh, you're not supposed to wear that because it's provocative, or you're not supposed to wear that because it's provoking. Provoking, provocative to who? To what? You know, shouldn't that be a concern there? Shouldn't we address those concerns of stuff that happens like that? I mean, you know, and that's what makes it really difficult to go through is trying to understand, like, you know, hey, if you're going to fight, that's absolutely right. As a parent, fight. Make sure you do have these conversations at home with your children and remove it from the school setting. But talk about other issues like that. 
that really do happen at school. Talk about issues of sexual assault that happen. We have hundreds of cases that have happened from coaches, from teachers, from other students. And, you know, we're not addressing those concerns. Absolutely. I don't know if you can hear me because my headphones set, my, my AirPods said they're going to die soon. Um, but we just want to, we just want to say that, um, you know, as things get tougher for the community, as things get harder, um, we just want to make sure that we continue to address and, and support and fight and, and, and bring back, you know, more education and empowerment on what it means to be LGBTQ. Um, as Marcus said, you are still an individual, whether you're bad or good. Um, being gay, being lesbian, being transgender is just in addition to who you are as a person. That's not you as a person. That's just in addition to who you are. You're still John, for example. You're still Marcus. You know, if you want to Absolutely, be bad, you're yes. still bad. You're still good. You just happen to be gay. You happen to be a lesbian. You know, you happen to be trans. And, and that's what we're trying to focus and trying to change that narrative of what people put us as. And it's, 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 it's scary. It's really, truly fighting against, I mean, I'm, don't everyone, don't hold me to this, but I'm trying to remember what medical journal or book where there wasn't, it used to be that being part of the LGBTQ community was seen as a mental illness. And it's the, a lot of the language that, that comes from the right, the extremist right, is it's still looking at it as that perspective, as there is something wrong with someone that is part of the community and the, their behaviors, their action, again, trying to groom children, all of this, all, everything that they say is based off a mental illness. Again, sexual orientation is just one part, like we've been reinforcing, of who a person is. There is so much more to a person than just their orientation. But the message, the message that gets sent across is it's the orientation that's a problem because in reality, the person is sick. I mean, it's like we're, we're, we're back in the 1800s, early 19, you know, you know, 1900s when this was kind of what was, was seen. It was seen like a, di- a medical diagnosis of a problem, basically. And that's what we get today. I mean, look at, again, you've, re- you've referenced DeSantis a lot. I mean, it truly does, like his actions make, you know, it feels as though he does just want to erase us out, outright, that we are just a problem group. It's just, there's no, again, there's no humanity. There's no just, there's no humanity. That's what it is. Our humanity is taken away because of one part of who we are. Because of that one part, we're not seen as the same as others. That you know, it's it's just I don't. Know. It's just upsetting. Yeah. So you know, this episode. You know, sorry guys, we're really quick because my AirPods are about to die. Um, it's okay. But um, you know, it's just we just want to target that is that there's a lot of misinformation that's happening out there, and it's a continued attack on the community. And we want to make sure that we address those concerns and state that there is not that much going on. Like Marcus said, there is bad people. There will be bad people that do bad stuff. And we need to focus on that. We need to focus strongly on that. Because there's this huge fascination now concerned with people who are gay, who are lesbian, right? And transgender and all this stuff. Like, when did this happen? Like, what people do behind closed doors and their relationship is their problem and their business only. Why are you so concerned about what I happen to be doing with another guy? It's just, that's what bothers me. It's like, you focus on your concern, address your issues, and we'll address ours. Well, it's really fight the issues that affect everybody. 
It's your mental illness of being gay is spreading oh. to others. That's what it is. It's we're spreading illness. That's what we're doing. We're spreading an illness to other people and corrupting people. It, it really you have to look at it through that lens to understand why they act like they do. It's not a matter of you as being an individual making decisions they don't agree with or don't. It doesn't flow for them. Right. Which is really what it is. You know, if you're heterosexual. Obviously, you want the opposite sex. That's your thing, and that's okay. There's no, that, again, there's no problem with that. If you saw it like that, it'd be okay. This guy, he he's gay. He likes men. Okay, that's his. That's what he does. This is what I do. We all just do our thing. But no, it's an illness. It's sinful. It's this. It's that. That's where they're coming from. That's where the emotion, the fear, the 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 derangement all comes from. That type of attitude. So it's it's not just you minding your own business and other people need to mind your own. You're spreading illness, a mental illness that is corrupting the world. And now all these brands are woke like Target and this and that. The illness is just spreading and consuming America. So we must fight back against this mental illness. That's that's what they're doing, basically. That's where it's at. It, it's it's out of control. It's ridiculous. But that's that's how they see it. And that's why they wow. act like this. Honestly, it's it's just ridiculous. And it's I don't know. Again, it's not seeing people as human beings. It's just I, I don't. I don't know. I don't have to tell you anymore. It, but that's that's what we're fighting against is this irrational view of it as some type of disease or or corruption that is spreading amongst people in America. And they have to stop it. That's why they do what they do to try and stop the disease from growing, basically. Oh, good morning. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. So we'll have more next episode talking a little bit about what's going on and then uh, get down into this and, and talk a little bit about what's happening. So. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Follow us here at the RTWJ Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Marcus, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care.